This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fiesta Watch, the number one source for League of Legends news, analysis, talk, and more importantly, flaming European League of Legends teams. I'm one of your hosts, Noah Walter, and joining me as always is my other fellow flamer, Wyatt Lyles. Wyatt, what's up? I'm doing pretty good. Although I feel like I'm not going to be doing as much flaming. Well, actually, I probably will because I already talked about unicorns in the last podcast. So yeah, all the teams that we have to talk about this week, we probably are going to flame a little bit. Like, okay, like, did you watch? We'll get to it when we get to it. Let's let's not. I don't want to jump the gun here. Yeah, let's hold that one off until we get there. Let's talk about some good League of Legends stuff first, and then okay, good League of Legends. Yeah. If we're talking good League of Legends, we naturally have to start with the LCK since, duh, right yeah, at this point. Of I hate it. I hate how it's just like, good League of Legends, you mean Korea and everybody else is garbage? <laughs> and then you want to say, hey, other regions have merit too. And then the semis, in semis every year is like three Korean teams. And then finals are two Korean teams. And it's like, goddammit. It's, it's, it's a, anyways. So, after disappointing starts to their season, SKT and KT Rolster have bounced back, each taking a win. SKT defeated Barbecue Olivers, BBQ Olivers, and the KT Rolster beat who after falling to Longju? They beat uh, Rocks, Rocks Tigers. They beat the Rocks Tigers. Um, Longju, another team that people have had their eye on, had a very strong start to the year, but I've picked up their first. But I've been given their first loss by SKT, and I think SKT and Longju are tied currently in the standings. And KT is two and one, one and one. Yeah, yeah they're two and one. Uh, yeah, yeah. SKT is two and one. Longju is two and one. Um, and then Samsung is three and zero. Yeah, my boy, Samsung sitting at three and zero, beating SKT, meaning that they will certainly win worlds. It's a hundred percent. I wouldn't go that far. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves now. Ah, I like to be. I like to be optimistic. What? What are you like? Uh, what are you seeing in the top half of the LCK that you like? And do you think? And do you think this like three team group of SKT, KT, and Longju? will uh, shake itself out, or do you think they'll remain kind of close in the next couple of weeks? I think they're probably going to remain close. And, you know, I, I kind of like what I'm seeing so far, because last season, you know, it was all, basically everybody was just talking about KT and SKT. Everybody was looking forward to the telecom wars. Hey, you know, I said cool. words about Samsung. Let me clarify. Like, That's true, you, you did. But I'm look, like the greater League of Legends community, yeah, especially yeah. looking at the standings, you know, it was KT and SKT at the top. So it's nice to see some teams kind of get up there 
um, this split early and kind of show some signs of promise. You know, whether or not it'll continue all the way, we'll see. But I think for at least the first half of the round robin, we're going to see things be pretty close. I hope Longju can keep on it because, you know, they've showed some pretty great promise so far. I mean, beating SKT, that's a pretty big deal. Granted, it's a new patch and, you know, SKT hasn't had enough time, you know, at the, that point, they hadn't had a lot of time to really practice yet. But right. still, a win is a win. So, you know, hats off to, to Longju. But uh, it's been real interesting, though. I mean, right. uh, Sorry, let's, but let's not discredit Longju. They look really good. I, I don't know how many of their... Um, you, you've watched their matches, right? Like, yeah. BDD is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Khan is pretty good, right? Like, I, this is a, a young Korean core... It doesn't necessarily rely on like some of the big names from the past, except well, obviously they have the the old Rocks Tiger bot lane of Prey, of Gorilla and Prey. But like the top half of the map is where their strength is right now. I feel, and they're playing so well. And not only that, but you have new team. You have a lot of new talent coming in. Like uh, I I know this isn't really one of the big talking points of the week, but but uh, ever eight winners are worth watching. Simply because Septed, their mid laner, is such a monster. Like, oh my he lord. He 1v5s in LCK. Like, that is ridiculously hard to do. Basically, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's playing on top of his game. You know, he's got ESPN articles about him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's, he's definitely looking looking very, very strong so far. Right. Hopefully, Ever8 starts picking up some wins so they can actually be winners and not the Ever8 losers. But, alas... You know, it's it's coming straight out of Korean Challenger. It might be difficult to find suitable talent to put around Septed. But we're going to... Let's move right along into the LPL. We are recording this on a Tuesday night. Club's turning up on a Tuesday with Fiesta Watch. You already know. Episode 11, I think. But yeah, uh, the LPL starts tonight. Wyatt, the first match of the Summer Split will have RNG taking on OMG. And I think this is going to be a marquee matchup. For a couple of different reasons, okay? Um, first and foremost, RNG uh, were the most recent winners of the Demacia Cup, which is the inter-China tournament, kind of like how all American soccer teams have crossed the multiple uh, levels of competition play each other. And I know this is a terrible example for esports fans, but like, whatever, it's the only one I could think of. Leave me alone. Um, for another, OMG uh, in the offseason have made some roster moves, so their new roster is looking pretty... Pretty solid. Uh, uh, RNG have made a roster move as well, I think. I think they... No, that was another team. Who picked... No. Where did Korra 1 go? I'm no clue. pretty... I'm not up on the Chinese meta and the Chinese... Ugh, I feel bad for not remembering. But, with that being said, Wyatt, who would you give the edge to in our Fiesta of the Week? Because no other games look interesting. From NA or EU, apart from the El Clasico? Uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to give it to RNG. Okay. Just, I think coming off of, you know, that loss in the finals and uh, the spring split, and then since they did win, you know, the most recent tournament, I think they're feeling pretty strong. Uh, and they've kind of got a little bit of their confidence back after having, you know, lost in the split after doing so well. So I'm going to give it the edge to them, but definitely think this is going to be a pretty big fiesta for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with that. I think RNG will take this. I think it's gonna be a hard fought two to one. It's gonna last three hours because I love I love it when China just eats all my available sleep time. But I do think uh, RNG have the sheer firepower to overcome o- OMG at this point. Yeah, 
And, you know, not to knock OMG, but they uh, didn't finish top three. And, and uh, RNG dominated the group. So, hopefully. Hopefully uh, we get good games today. But that's going to do it for us talking about the LPL. Because, you know, season just started. It's not like we, we need to see what the storylines are. So, uh, let's kick back a little bit and let's, let's fire up the barbecue. It's time to talk about the European LCS. Only two games were played after our last podcast, uh, episode 10, which was released uh, a while ago. And those games included both newcomers to the league, the Mysterious Monkeys and NIP. Where do we want to start? Let's start with NIP. Okay. Because I think we're going to have more to say about the Mysterious Monkeys. So NIP you know, made their, their not-so-triumphant return back to the NALCS. NA? Wow, the EU LCS. Yeah. Uh, and they lost 2-0 to Fnatic. You know, I don't think this was a surprise because Fnatic has been a pretty strong team. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's playing on top of their game, and, you know, Nip is just kind of trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, so- Wyatt, I, I didn't. I wasn't able to catch the game. So Reckless build, uh, build Blade of the Rune King, Rudian's Hurricane, and Frozen Mallet. All three, all two games? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but probably. Okay, well, I feel like I've watched it then. <laughs> I mean, it was. I don't think it was anything different than we've seen from any other reckless game ever. Like in the history of the game. Like Fnatic just do the same thing so goddamn always, and nobody knows how to punish it. It's so frustrating. Granted, they haven't played G two yet. That's a matchup that's going to be fun to watch. That should be pretty fun, especially because you know with G two once they get their starters back. You know, they can kind of get back into a good groove in G2. You know, they they do play tomorrow. Gonna... They do play yeah, tomorrow. So we'll see. And I'll be doing that game after doing all night of Korea. So. Hey, let's go. Who do you think is going to win, G2 or Fnatic? Let's get a prediction. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to say Fnatic just because I'm tired of G2. <laughs> I'm tired of G2. I'm tired That's... of them. I mean, they've won, what, <laughs> in a row? Like, they always, you know, they just dominate the EU. I need somebody to overtake them. I, I'm, I'm confident... I'm calling it now. Unicorns are going to win the split. Just saying that. Damn. Wow. That was week... We're in... What what week? Week two. Week two. two, And I'm already calling that one. So you guys can go ahead and pull this one back up out of the archives when we get to the end. And you will see that I predicted this from the start. All right. That's fair enough. Um, I I wish I shared your uh, your same vigor and love for the unicorns. I think, you know, pun intended, I think G2 is just going to stomp everybody again. Which, I mean, that's a that's a fair prediction just because that's what it's super safe. the last, you know, year and a half. So, it's like, really... breaking news, reckless Maverick analyst predicts the team that wins Europe every year since, like, three years ago is going to win again. But, Basically, yeah. yeah. But, but, I want to, I want to... I really want to. I need. Why I need to do. I need to talk about H2K versus the Mysterious Monkeys. This is something that I watched after. Uh, this is after like the first night of sleep I got of the split. I woke up and I was like, "Let's watch some European LCS." This is not going to be a resident sleeper uh, split. This is going to be an exciting split. I'm really hyped for this. I get on and it's like H2K versus Monkeys, and I'm like, "Okay, here we go," and and. Oh my god, like... And you were sorely disappointed. I was... I, I don't know why I hyped it up. I don't know why I hyped it up for myself. Like, the monkey... H2K didn't have to play the game, realistically. Like, they didn't have to do their thing where they... Where, where Yanko's carry... Like, drags everybody kicking and screaming through the early game. 
And then they have, like, better mid-game, I guess, macro rotations? Like, I don't, I don't even know necessarily how H2K win games anymore, which is why, like, they're fourth now. They just don't. But, boy, the monkeys! Challenger team, I'll give them credit. Like, it's, it's difficult for a challenger team to come into the LCS and beat one of the teams that have been doing this for a while, but they... They didn't do anything. Yeah, it was bad. Especially, you know, they were one of the better challenger teams. I mean, because, you know, the, the NIP roster, they kind of patched that one together from, you know, this... random things. But right. uh, the Mysterious Monkeys roster, like, this is the same roster. I think, I think pretty sure, like, 80% of it is the same roster that came from, was it Misfits Academy? Is there, Was that their spot, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was MFA. So, I mean, you know, they were pretty good during the challenger series. And like I said, they... I mean, they got steamrolled. I mean, they, they got beat dominant. down. I will give uh, credit where credit's due. Llama Bear, Jungler, in game one as Kha'Zix, had a really strong start and uh, gave gave the Monkeys a minor gold lead heading into, like, the 15-minute mark, the 10-15 to minute mark, and then HTK is just like, okay, enough of that. Win a team fight, break open a couple of towers... Get like a two for one tower trade, take Rift Herald, just then it was just over. And then game two was just disgusting. But like, yeah, like they had their one chance and then they blew it and then just proceeded to get destroyed. H2K ran a double AD carry composition with Lucian mid. Uh in game one. And they ran kind of like a pseudo pick comp in game two. Monkeys ran the exact same thing, right? Like, Duelist slash Split Pushing Mid, uh, Assassin Jungler and Kha'Zix, tank, some random tank top, and it's just like, they just never pulled the trigger. They never did anything. Yeah, there was, there was no execution. They just kind of went through the motions. It was... never actually did anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was painful to watch. And I'm looking at the rest of their schedule, and it's like, yo, this doesn't get easier from here. Like... Yeah, sure, like H2K is... Yeah, like, uh, H2K is near the top of the group. But, like, you've got... you got the unicorns t- in two days. Uh, yeah. Like, you can't, you can't just sit around and just, you know, wait for someone to deliver onto you knowledge of how to f- play the game, right? Like, yeah. you need... Uh, anyways, th- this, that belies a, a point I want to make, maybe on a later show, about Western coaching staffs and infrastructure. But... For now, dear viewer, if you are wondering whether or not you should be watching Mysterious Monkey Games, I will have to ask you a question. Do you like Bad League of Legends? Do you like watching a team get pummeled into submission? Basically, do you if you ever if you've ever played Super Smash Bros, do you like watching the training mode or the home run mode where Sony just wails on a sandbag for five seconds? If so, then sure, check these games out. If not, then like it's not worth your time. Moving on. Let's get into the NALCS. Where, as per usual, there are a bunch of shenanigans and Liquid sucks. Do you want to start with Liquid sucking, or do you want to start with the shenanigans? Uh, let's start with Liquid, because I think that's kind of going to be a continuing big story going throughout the split. It's the same story. It's the exact same story. It just, like, paused. It paused for a month. Yeah, it paused because it was an offseason, and then now that they're back in there, they're 0-2 again. They're getting destroyed. They look, you know, hapless. Piglet saying that everybody on his team sucks. You know, I, it's only a matter of time before they get relegated. Like, 
They can't, they can't buy a double lift again. Yeah, um, I mean, like, they, you know, that double lift was the only thing that saved them from getting relegated. And now that he's back with his, um, you know, his, his... Well, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. We'll get to them. But, like, TL benched Golden Blue after the first day for Slushy. And, and I think everybody on... Like the online community's just frustrations were outlined by Dash, who when the when the guy who's hosting the show is just like, Come on, y'all, like give the boy a chance. Or don't and get something new. But don't like don't do this. It's like I don't know why anybody's supposed to root for them anymore. What do they what do they have it's to so offer? Frustrating. It's so frustrating to watch. Like, I know the CLG fans have, have had eras of like victory and then like oh no we suck again but like this is consistent failure but at least clg i mean yeah they've had those eras but they're almost always contending at least they're doing things yeah they're doing stuff they you know they start out the split really bad although not this year but you you know the last two splits start off really bad look like they might you know fall into (laughs) even relegation relegation like range and then you know sneak into the playoffs and lose but still they at least make it to the playoffs right exactly it just TL. I I feel like they're the best challenger team, who got lost and is now in the LCS. They're like, wait, this isn't where we're supposed to be, and then no one, no one noticed. And then so they're, just... <laughs> they're they're supposed to go to a JV tournament. They took a left on the highway, and now they're like, wait, hello. They're, wait, guys. It feels like a JV roster, even though they have names, right? Like Piglet. Piglet, you blew it. Like I, I recently, Piglet released a statement basically saying his team sucks. And 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 yeah, what happened in his game against CLG? Yeah, game one, he gets handed three kills and double buffs. Granted, he was like, Jin. In the first like five minutes of the game. Right, right, right. And and he doesn't push his lead. Like y- you can be so abysmally bad in that lane matchup and still win because you're Jin and you have double buffs. Or actually, not even because you're Jin, because you have double buffs. Although, quick aside, TL says last split. Oh, this wasn't Piglet's meta. Next split will when it's uh, more carry oriented meta. He'll shine. Game so one of the year. Picks Jin. Jin. Ah! <laughs> it's like, come on, y'all. And, and and but I digress. I digress. Um, he, he just didn't do anything in lane. He doesn't look like a superstar anymore. He looks like Keith. Like it doesn't. Yeah, not that he gets caught out all the time. It's just like he has similar levels of impact that Keith does. In that Keith will get carried by mid, by the mid jungle synergy, or he'll die. Like, okay, maybe I'm being too harsh on the pig. Like game two, he looked pretty decent as Twitch, but like, I mean, I think it's it's just like when you're gonna sit there, you know, and call your team. Like, you should at least, like, if he's going to do that, he should have put on, like, you know, a ridiculous performance where he, you know, tried to carry the team on right. got a win or something like that. But when you lose a lead like that, I mean, we in League of Legends, dying three times, that's a death sentence, you know, in the first few minutes of the game. Yeah, so like, picking up three kills is, like, yeah. Christmas came early, and it's, like, 
800 pounds of illicit substances that can be sold for very high amounts yeah, of money. Yeah, I mean, you do that, you should yeah. be getting, you know, like a 25-minute win or something. And or that, you lose in 35, right? Yeah. You get stopped. They lost, in, they lost in, in, like, under 30 minutes in that game, too. I don't remember the exact game time, but, like, I remember coming out of it at the, at the beginning of the game, I was like, wow, CLG really messed this up. At the end of the game, I was like, boy, CLG have pretty decent macro. At not one, not one point did Liquid do anything. And it's like, we need to move on. We I, we need to move on. But like... Yeah, let's, let's, let's <sighs> not... If you're a Liquid fan, why? Please, you, hashtag Fiesta Watch. Please tweet at us and let us know why you're still a fan. This is a scientific study at this point. Like, I need to know if you need help, buddy. But let's move right along. Uh, why? This should make you pretty happy. CLG is 2-0. They're yeah. sitting on top of the NALCS. Yes. How do you feel? Talk to us about your boys. I, feel, I mean, it, it feels pretty good just because the last two splits, like I said earlier, you know, I think the last two, they started two and five after, the, you know, the end of the first couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, they looked usually all over the place and not playing very well. But in the two games, you know, outside of that early game against Liquid in game one, they've been, you know, pretty dominant. They beat Cloud9 the first day in a 2-0 series. So, I mean, they or no, 2-1. Um, but they're just looking strong overall. Dardock is giving them that spark that we kind of thought that they would. They right. That extra aggression. And um, he also doesn't have to even necessarily play well for them to win games. Exactly, yeah. They just seem to be playing uh, a bit more like a team. They're not making a lot of those weird, like, they, okay, I, he's dying, let's all jump into a fire and just right, like they, I think anymore. Not only is this meta really good for Aphromo, because he can just play, like, Bard, and he's, I think he's the best recon we've seen in the NALCS so far. Yeah. And I know it's, like, after week one, but, like, it's Afro. And so and so when you see Afro consistently hit, like, three-man engages and to start team fights, it's just like, okay, well. Wait, and you know he's going to do that with consistency. Like, that's just what he does. Yeah, Afro just finds these sick engage angles. If he, like, I think the problem uh, with past CLG was that, like, it was literally on Afro. Because like, Smithy was not, like, a, I'm going to start this, I'm going to start this fight and we're going to win it kind of jungler. He's yeah. a more right. He he he's better at giving leads to other lanes, but this meta really suits CLG right now. And Darlock is the playmaker they need. He doesn't even have to play well. He just has to be. He has to be a body that starts a team fight, and then everybody else yeah. can capitalize. Yeah. So you know they're playing really good. You know Huey was looking strong. Darshan's looking good in the top lane. Like everybody is basically kind of playing. Darshan's playing really well right now. Yeah, which is crazy because like two splits ago, he was kind of the weak link. You know that I mean, granted that was a meta that just didn't really suit his playstyle. But now you know the meta is, is perfectly kind of in his wheelhouse. And well, it's not Yasuo. Like if I think if Darshan could play Yasuo every game, he still would. But <laughs> he doesn't have to. He, there's a lot of burden that's taken off of him. Yeah. To, to front line and to apply this pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks much, much more comfortable. Um, exactly, yeah. On, on the flip side of that, Immortals, 2-0. They're yeah. looking pretty good, too. They took down TSM in a 2-0 sweep. <laughs> Mind yeah, blown. Crazy series. And who else did they beat? Um, uh, Echo Fox? Dignitas? One of the two? Something like that? Was it like... No, it was P1, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Maybe. Maybe? Whatever, they're 2-0. It was. It was P1. Okay, sick. Uh, Yeah, maybe we shouldn't spend as much time on Immortals as we did for on CLG, because obviously you're a big CLG fanboy. 
Um, yeah, but I mean, Immortal still looks strong. Xmithy, you know, he seems to be playing well in his new role. Yeah, the, there. the old synergy with uh, now on CLG Teal, as uh, somebody calls it, between Pavelter and Xmithy is still there. It's and they they they've been playing really well together. Yeah, uh, IMC's bot lane, I think, is top half in the NALCS in terms of power, uh, bot lane strength. And Flame, he's he woke he woke up. Flame's mad. He's mad at people now. He's like just starting to whip everybody in lane. Yeah. So I mean, they they've got a lot of strong pieces. So they'll definitely be a team to look out for. You know, they'll make playoffs. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Tweak, tweak two. That's true. That's true. Tweak two. We'll see. I can I can buy CLG. I can buy you just saying CLG will make it, and I'm like that's fine. But Immortals isn't that consistent yet. That's true. That's true. Let's give it more. Let's give it. I'm trying to. This is the bold prediction show from Wyatt. That's what I'm trying to. Do. You're trying to squeeze them all in. <laughs> Just you're trying to make your your montage. You're going for montage clips. Um, uh, now let's talk about uh, some of the other top teams that maybe aren't doing so well. TSM look are one and one right now. They took a two zero win versus Cloud Nine? Question mark. Yes, they did. Pretty sure they did. And then they lost. Yeah. 0-2 to Immortals. Why? Thank God that Doublelift came back and solved all of the... Oh, what? Hold on. I'm Breaking news. Doublelift has fixed nothing. Wow. Wow, that's shocking. What are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the first weekend of TSM split kind of is summed up by that gif of uh, Bjergsen pulling the... the cover off of their banner and having it just fall on his face like yay we did a good thing and then having something just kind of like knock you out hey look guys we beat cloud nine again oh <laughs> just smothered and then just like gets stomped by by immortals so, yeah. you know, i don't i really don't know like what it was but i think maybe they just kind of overestimate or underestimated immortals didn't really think they were going to be that good and, well i don't know like to me, I'm looking at TSM. It looks like they fixed none of the problems that they had at MSI. Mm-hmm. Their mid game shot calling is still bad. Like Cloud Nine got two Barons when they like, got a Baron when they were down after like a nearly perfect early game from TSM. It's just like hello, Doublelift is returned to split pushing bot, which he needs to somebody needs to beat out of him with a stick. And Hanzo can't play tanks it seems, which you need to do in the tank in, in this meta, because like. Sven's not going to play him. And we saw Bjergsen play tanks, and that was... Like, he can play... Ga- Bjergsen can obviously play Galio, but he's not a tank player. Yeah, I think that was probably, like, one of the worst... That was just that was just head-scratching. That was frustrating yeah. to watch. Yeah, because he wasn't able to do, like, anything. You know, he wasn't able to actually to, to get them ahead or anything like that. He just kind of sat there... And you know, tried, but he had no damage. You know, he was just it was like it was he would engage fights by himself, and the rest of the team would be like kiting a Kha'Zix back in there, back by it. Like Bjergsen yeah. would be at the Baron pit, the rest of the team would be at Dragon trying to peel for double lift. And it was yeah, like guys, the too, they, they were split up like the entire game, and they drafted a team fight comp in that game, and then just every engage they were like either two members or three members. And the other half of the team was just out kind of meandering across the rift. So it's like, what are you doing? Right. I think, for right, first and foremost, Hanzo needs to step up. He, he's he been looking pretty bad. 
Like, he got solo killed by Ray. Yeah. He got dumpstered by Flame. Dude, this is why people... This is why you weren't a Spring Split MVP. It's because, like, people could see into the fusion. They see, like, oh, he's going to get rocked week one in, in summer. Let's go to, 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 to P1 era. Who also, P1 is struggling, too. Uh, more on that later. We kind of... I feel like I need to watch more of their games to figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know what to say about them so far. I mean, yeah, they're At least it's not Cloud9. Actually, wait. Exactly. They're tied. They're both on two. Yeah, it's it's just so weird how, like, you know, the teams that everybody kind of thought were going to be really good, or even teams that were good last season, are now turning around and not doing much of anything so far. Granted, it's one week, but still. Uh, yeah, Liquid's still losing, so like, thank God. Um, yeah, I, I it's early in the seat, in the split, so naturally you're gonna have like craziness, and then things will settle themselves out. But big matchup. Let's get a prediction before we head out. CLG and TSM. Now, for those of you who don't know, we both have horses in this race. White is a massive CLG fan. I am a massive TSM fan. With pride on the line, Wyatt. Who do you got? I mean, obviously, I'm going to go with um, CLG because I, I, I think at this point in time in the split with, you know, not having that much kind of time to to get your bearings, CLG just looks stronger in the moment than TSM, and I think that's going to give them... Shout out to that million-dollar boot camp they went on. Yeah, or, I mean, it's whatever they did. It seems to have oh, you know, kind of have you, a lot of their early woes. Have you seen the videos? They uh, they went to like a sports science clinic out in LA, and they've been boot camping there for the past couple of three days or so. Or not yeah, well, three days. Yeah, and they did a lot of like team building stuff, and you know, kind of made sure that they did that CLG did. thing where it's like, like they 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 go to like all these professional institutions, and it's like they have a super legit training. And it's like, Jesus, guys, calm down. And then they come back, and they're, like, super strong. And I think history will repeat itself, and TSM will win. I think TSM is obviously not going to be happy with their performance this week. They didn't look great at all. Um, Bjergsen, I think, this is going to light a fire under Bjergsen. It's going to light a fire under Doublelift, because Doublelift always cares about this matchup. I'm not sure he does, yeah. Like, he always seems to thrive... And I think TSM need to get knocked down a couple pegs before they b- before they can kind of like flex their muscles and say, okay, now now we're mad, let's go. Similarly, similar to how they lost game one of everything last year, right? That's true. Yeah, exactly. They, last year, last split, to, to kind of get knocked down a little bit to then rise to the occasion. All right, so let's let's make a prediction in terms of game score in a best of three. You're, you're calling CLG two zero or two one? I'm gonna say two one. I don't I don't think they're strong enough. Oh, ye of little faith. That's, it just feels a little too bold. I mean, I know Immortals did it, but I feel like it, it's so, hard to. to so do you think? Do you, so you don't think CLG is better than Immortals? I'm not. Whatever. Don't <laughs> my words, sir. Hey, I'm just asking questions over here. No, I don't. I don't think they are. But I, I think okay. Immortals caught TSM in a weird spot, and. I don't think TSM's going to let that happen two weeks in a row. So I'm pretty sure they're going to come back a lot stronger than they were in the first week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with a, with a 2-1 CLG in that series. All right. I'm going 2-1 TSM. I think they're going to drop game one because it feels right. 
right? Like, that's the storyline for TSM winning. That's what they do. Right. And, and also, there's going to be some thing that TSM is just not prepared for, and then CLG is going to roll. And after that, TSM is going to wisen up, and they're going to find their identity. Or they get stomped 2-0. I don't think this game goes to 3 Series. I think CLG looks too good. So either TSM steps up or they fall. But that's just me. Okay. And if people want to find me and tell me why I'm wrong, or talk to me about why they like, uh, why they are, uh, what, was, what was there a thing about Twitter? Oh, why people are liquid fans, if you need, know somebody who needs help. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right, right. You can find me at RW underscore Noah Walzer. And Wyatt, where can they find you? They can find me at Wyatt double underscore RW. And as always, make sure you get that double underscore so that you can talk to yours truly. Alrighty, and that will do it for this week of Fiesta Watch. For myself, for Wyatt, and for the entire Rotowire Esports crew, we thank you very much for tuning in and hope you have a good week.